Find yourself on the right side of the line. Lemon chill. <laughs> Tamale. No bless. <laughs> I reckon we can do that. Suicide squeeze. <laughs> I'm 38, but I just, I would say I became an adult a few years ago. But <laughs> a bald guy with sunglasses that can yeah. play the piano. And have you ever broiled a chicken? Hola, Miss yeah. Senorita Kelso. Two in the morning, she's out there, yeah. Cayete. <laughs> now a member of the Global Ag Network. So we just uh, we just had to restart because Landon and I just blew our eardrums out from uh, whatever button I hit because it was massively <clears throat> overplayed and underrated, just like this podcast. Well, everybody, this is the Dryland Farmer Podcast, and we've got our friend and uh, colleague. Are you? Have you ever been called a colleague, Casey? Not much, my friend. I no. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I mean, like in your professional life. Hey, where's this Taliban oh, yeah. backdrop? Professional ish. <laughs> I'm in my office today. He's in I'm a sp- actually, no, I'm in a real job. I'm He's in a spider hole. Nice. That 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 Dixie cup you looked. That's uh, what she said. Uh huh. Uh huh. That Dixie cup you're drinking from looks like a shot glass. Did your head get that much bigger? It probably did. I ate a lot over the weekend, so. <laughs> and it's Thanksgiving come up. Nice. You better, uh, you better take it easy. Well, guys, uh, this is the Dryland Farmer Podcast. We've got Casey Seymour from the Moving Iron Podcast, and as always, we've got our co-host Landon Nolan, and he uh, pumped before he came to the uh, podcast studio, and he brought his milk bag with him, and along with him, he brought his little bumblebee, <laughs> Devora. So she's uh, just chilling. And uh, what is she doing over there, Landon? She's playing with the etch a sketch. Yeah, that's great. It's a, it's a great little marvel. Smartest baby ever. <laughs> she made she made a right angle. <laughs> so. so etch a sketch. Did you ever? Did y'all ever master the etch a sketch? No. Have you seen those guys that? Oh man. Or not girls too that just draw all kinds of crazy crap on there. Girls can't do etch a sketches. I mean, people are turning those knobs like they're solving the Rubik's cube I know. blindfolded, and it's like this masterpiece on there. Yeah, yeah. All I want to do is go over there and shake it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only thing I was good at was was making the right angles, just like a staircase. To yeah. The other oh, corner. yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's about all I was good at. Yeah. <laughs> I I stunk at the edge of sketch, and I stunk at the woolly willy. I just the what? <laughs> you never had a woolly the willy what? growing up. I have a Wooly Willy now, but I still yeah. play with it. No. Wooly Willy was a toy. It was like a bald guy, kind of like me. And it had like, you had a magnet and it had like a bunch of like metal shavings. And so you could, you could pull them up and like, oh, like yeah. make, put hair yeah. on oh, the guy oh. or a beard or whatever. I know. Yeah. Okay. Well, they have the Etch-A-Sketches at the country club that the, 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 the kids play on. And um, so we're, we're a high end country club here in Hereford, Texas. So. Is that how you got this one? You stole it? I didn't even know we had one, to be honest with you. 
No, we do. We, so you stole it. Yeah, cool. Devore cool. brought it from the uh, Hereford grade. Y'all have heard that's the sketches you give out to the farmers now there's that they don't have prob- newspapers anymore. I think you stole it, and I think there's another kind of sketch of you downtown. <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. That would be a good gift to give away. Yeah, just, just sketches to the farmers. Just get them to <laughs> shut the hell up. Here is. So I was at Napa today getting a, a part, and there's like, you want a calendar? <laughs> it's like, well, what do you got? It's like, oh, we got the lame back 40 ones with the cartoons that are, haven't been funny in 40 years. And then we got Hot Rods, which I should, probably should have checked out the Hot Rods because I'm sure there's some hot chicks on the Hot Rods. But, you know, I'm married, so that wouldn't be Would great stocking stuffers for the boys. Casey, does Moving Iron, did they give any Christmas sw- swag away? Yeah, we got some sweet koozies and some pins. So if you guys are interested, hit I'm, me up at Moving Iron Podcast at movingironpodcast.com. Oh, man, there's that shameless plug. Well, since we're doing shameless <laughs> plugs, we'll do it. This is the Drive Farmer Podcast, and you're going to find it all over the internet, like even in the dark web. Have you ever been in the dark web, Casey? Or you just go incognito? You just go in. Do you stay to- on incognito in Google Chrome? And that's my default mode. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excite. You got to get out of Excite every now and then. <laughs> get away from that. Your line so is keep saying private. Tells me private browsing. I don't know what that means. So I, I guess. I love how the incognito icon of the dude looks like a creepy guy. That's got the uh, de- detective hat from like 1947, and he's got the sun like the sunglasses. He looks like the Unabomber with a hat on. I wonder if the dark web even messes with dial up. <laughs> like, oh, I'll leave them alone. This guy's gonna take. It's gonna take so long for this guy to get uh, online that <laughs> the cops are gonna be on top of him before we can even cover up his tracks. So, <laughs> yeah. So no, where the, weird, were we? the weird thing about the dark web that kills me is that everybody knows the dark web exists, and that, and obviously the the uh, authorities know how to get to the dark web. So why it's still a big deal baffles me. Yeah, it's like that. It's like that spot you go to when you're in high school to drink beer, but then the cops mm-hmm. figured it out, and you had to find a new spot. That kind of seems what like what the dark web is to me, I guess. Yeah, grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> the basement. Yeah, which y'all have trees in Nebraska, don't you? You could you could you could hide behind trees, couldn't you? We've got five trees out here. Yeah. Oh, y'all don't have nice. tree. Oh, y'all are like us. Yeah, we got four or five, maybe. Oh, okay, at the most. So, yeah. yeah. Well, there not one tree in the Texas Panhandle is native, so it's uh, unless you count tumbleweeds. Which is funny because Nebraska is the the state that started Arbor Day. Yeah. And a little bit of irony. Two thirds of the state. Two thirds of the state is very well covered with trees, but the remaining third of the state has zero. I won't say zero, but. The only the only reason Nebraska and the Texas Panhandle probably have trees is because you got to go down to the NRCS and you could uh, they would pay for you to build a windbreak after the Dust Bowl. That's probably the only reason trees got built. Exactly right. They got built, got got planted here, so uh, trees are hard to come by. But uh, back where we were, Dryland Farmer Pod. Did I blow you out again, Landon? You're good. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, we're all over the internet. Mm -hmm. We are in the dark web and incognito mode. So if you get embarrassed when you download our episodes, just like you probably get embarrassed when you get the Moving Iron podcast. Uh, you're going to find it all over Google Play, iTunes, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud. And now we're in a deal called Eat Farm Now. It's something in uh, England. and um, Yeah, so um, Eat Farm Now. I guess it's better than eat and another F word now. That's that's in Casey's internet history. Face? Nice. So, eat face? Eat face now. Eat face now. Yeah, that's Fa- what it is. Face eat now. <laughs> so they're EF. EFN. So uh, when I found out that we were going, we were getting um, 
Also syndicated through. Oh, that's pretty cool. Have you ever said that about your co- podcast? You're syndicated. Dude, I barely, I barely have, I barely do it myself. Much less syndicated. <laughs> you got to kind of be a self promoter when you're doing a podcast, and I'm not very good at self promoting. So, uh, but uh, yeah, so it's a website out of, uh, I guess it's England or something. There's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of articles on there, and a lot of the locations end in Shire. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it's not. Uh, what is uh, the Shire? The, not um, Lord of the Rings. Is that that's uh, something else? But uh, dwarves and whatever. That's in New Zealand. New Zealand, yeah, that's in New Zealand. So anyway, yeah. it's not it's not one of the chess pieces, is it? I don't think so. Just kidding. That's a knight. Or, yeah, aren't we supposed to do our our handles? Yeah, I'm at Trader Brent. Oh, Thank yeah. you, Landon. And Landon is no twit. Landon forty four. And Casey is at Moving Iron LLC at Moving Iron LLC. Freaking carve that, that a new one. Do you have a personal Twitter handle that you would like to get out there, Casey? Um, Casey9673. There's, there's that many I, Casey Seymour's. I knew there was going to be a six and a nine in there. Yeah, just, you knew there was. Just <laughs> just not in that order. He's not getting away from the he's not getting away from the immature material. Come on now. Well, uh, so you're you're probably asking yourself, what the hell are these guys going to actually talk about this week? And uh, it's not what Landon's holding his hand up like something's there's, weird. There's a Barbie commercial and she's got a dog and you push the tail down and it poops. <laughs> Is, oh jeez, that that's the 21st century feminist movement right there. <laughs> it's right there. Did did she at least have a poop bag and scooped it up, she, put she, it in the bag in an environmentally friendly bag? I'm sure Ken was coming up behind to do that. Yeah, but. Ken mm. Ken is back in the. He's washing dishes, bitch. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week we're talking. Last week we did movie. Or it, oh, well, first of all, it took us about, or it took me thirty minutes to figure out what we talked about last week. I'm like, now did we say we were going to do movies? We did movies. And we we're going to do TV shows next week. Turns out we did it all last week, and now we're talking sequels. We're talking movie sequels. Were they worth the time? Were they good? Were they bad? And um, should they ever been produced at all? So we're doing that. We're doing everything that's probably not farm related. Uh, again, we, as I said earlier, we went to uh, did our second swim meet for one boy and the first swim meet for the younger boy over in Oklahoma City. And um, Oklahoma has uh, these uh, ethanol free stations, and so does there's a station in Hereford. But the price difference is the same over at Goodens. I don't think it's any different. But um, over in Oklahoma, we, I saw, you know, so the diesel handles have the green handle. And, you know, just your regular unleaded gas has the black handles. Well, there was a whole bunch of red handles. And I'm like, that's it. that looks interesting. So I went over there and investigated it. And um, I'm like, okay, so it says no ethanol. So I, I put it in the car and I started pumping. And I noticed that it was 60 cents higher to not have something in it than to have something added to it. So the ethanol-free gasoline was like 60 cents higher than the non-ethanol gas. That'd be like taking sugar out of candy, yet, it's, charge- yet it's more calories. Yeah, and charging. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like charging more for decaffeinated coffee. Mm. It's like, what do they do with the caffeine? dollars at work, man. I know, exactly. So where does the right. caff- well, how do they get the caffeine out of there? And where does it go? <laughs> oh, I Seinfeld. So uh, if you're in Oklahoma, be sure and watch. Like, I need to sue because the signs weren't big enough. You know, I need to get Jackie Childs over there, and we're going to go have a little talk-see with the big oil because uh, I felt a little ramrodded there. You felt? I felt it. Oh, you F-E-L-T. felt it. F-E-L-T. Not, oh, is it F-I-L-T? Peppa Pig's coming up next, D. 
Eh, she's got pumpkins from Halloween going on. B. I know. But her first name is Devorah from what I've heard. It's true. So we're we're gonna get sequels in here. Casey, do you have some in mind already? I got a I got a few thousand in my head. So all I'm right. ready to get after it. All right, good deal. All right, well we've got all that and more. We've got um I think we might have a sponsor this week. We didn't have any last week because basically I was too lazy to go whore ourselves out for some more uh, imaginary sponsorship money. So <laughs> but we do have that. We do have Radio Ricardo giving a cold Thanksgiving report. And it's sequel time. Sequel, your special sequel sauce on the Dryline Farmer podcast. From Hollywood Picture Studios, it's the year 2098. And for what could be possibly the absolute last, never again repeated, closing episode of the Fast and Furious franchise, we bring you Fast and Furious 47 for f**k's sake. Yes, in this final episode of the Fast and Furious franchise, we see all of our favorite heroes take down yet one more Eastern European evildoer that's got all the nuclear codes and they decide to find a lower demographic person to completely take over the United States of America's security system and outwit every Navy SEAL on the planet. With only a 7th grade education, this hero will do his best to defeat all of terrorism by driving the quarter mile the fastest he possibly can in the entire neighborhood. Yes, with just his trusty 1998 Corvette with a Ram scoop, he's going to pop a wheelie just like he did in the previous 46 episodes of the Fast and Furious franchise. We have cryogenically frozen Vin Diesel to yet again star in this guaranteed 100% last episode of Fast and Furious. It is Fast and Furious 47 for sake. Man, I feel like that for a professor guy and uh, the Wizard of Oz or whatever. No, the other guy, man, he was all full of straw or whatever. Hey, 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 this is Reina Ricardo. Hey, Dana City, we'll bring you your Adrian and Podcast with a Rip de Bato. It's windy outside. Hey, Bato. You know, we kind of, it's a windy, it's a windy Tuesday. It would work better if it was like a windy Wednesday, but it's not. So, you know, hey, you go with what works. Well, hey, this week. It's going to be a cool Thanksgiving, but though, I mean, you're still going to be, you still have everything to be thankful for, whatever, just not the weather, because like on Turkey Day or whatever, I don't know. Hey, Tavato, you eat a pavo. Hey, pavo, no pollo, no pavo. Hey, pavo, Spanish for turkey, but Hey, it's going to be like, you're going to have to stay inside. Don't have to worry about going outside or whatever. Just stay inside because it's going to be all chilly. Just like watch it, uh, eat the stuffing or the dressing or whatever you want those colored. And uh, hey, Capron, you want uh, tamales? 
You know, you know, get tamales or whatever, and uh, we're gonna stay at the house and kind of just like chill all day because it's gonna be like all kind of wet, not stormy, but kind of like just dreary, you know, just, like real dreary outside. So, but though, you know, we got that to look forward to. Uh, by the weekend, you know, it's gonna be kind of warm, you know, maybe up in the 60s, and then uh, kind of, you know, just kind of lay low for a while, maybe take a. I know you're. Sh- I know farming's kind of like kind of wrapping up for the year, and you're like just watching the beach of cattle, like watch walk everywhere, maybe stay in between the fences, and uh, so you know just concentrate on that and uh, have yourself a happy new year, Bato. It's kind of early for uh, happy new year wishes, but you know, Bato, yeah, we do what we can. Uh, this week's sponsor, Bato, I hadn't got that script, so I'm just gonna assume it's another great sponsor because I know last week we didn't have one, and like we like had to eat like ramen noodles all week, uh, cabron, and uh, it's just it was uh, kind of a lean and mean week, but hey, this is your forecaster, Radar Ricardo de la Stereo. Back to you. Okay, Ricardo, thanks for that uh, report. It was, uh, well, I mean, it's not really uplifting for a Thanksgiving holiday, but you know, I get, I didn't know people in Mexico celebrated Thanksgiving. Oh, you know, but though we got more to be thankful for than you would think. It's like, well, you know, that's what I kind of figured, but nonetheless, well, uh, it's time to talk those movie sequels, and uh, that's what we're here for. On the Dryland Farmer Podcast. I'll just have to amp it up in post-production. You ever said post-production, Casey? I have not. What do you say? What do you call it? I don't know. Well, you're just a barrel of laughs tonight. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you call that. Okay, just editing. We'll call it editing. Well, uh, okay. All so right, I, I go with that. Okay, yeah. we're, we're going to go with that. Yeah. Okay. So all these lights are blink, uh, lighting up, but they're not supposed to. So I don't really know how to run this thing. You think I would know after a couple of years? But uh, so we're talking sequels now. Everybody loves a good original movie that makes a big blockbuster hit, but invariably more times than not. So what would y'all say? Let's take. I'm going to take a poll here, Casey. That's what she said. Thank you. Um, okay, so the poll here is uh, what percentage of sequels are any good? Landon? Are percentage any... of sequels that are any good? Oh, depending on how good the original is, I'd say about 55%. 55% of the sequels are good. Are worth watching. Not, not better. Not better. But okay, but, let, but uh, maybe, maybe it needs to be more specific. And uh, th- actually, this is the whole point. How, what's the percentage of sequels that are better than the original? One uh, percent. What? Wow. Yeah. Crazy. One. Yeah. One percent. Less than ten percent. Okay. Less than ten percent for sure. Less oh, yeah. than ten percent. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with less than ten percent. So okay. So uh, that's obviously a really small percentile, though. You're going to find a sequel that's better than, and I'm going to pick one out that was better. I think these sequels I'm going to list here, or this movie franchise, they actually got better. As each sequel is released, and uh, it's a Landon. It was our and Casey. Now, when did you graduate high school? Nineteen ninety-six. Okay, so you're in our. Okay, you're in our our league there. This was our version, our um, version of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. What would be the movie franchise that would be equal to Fast Times at Ridgemont High or and maybe an Animal House. Oh, the American Pie. American movies. Pie mm. franchise. Yeah, American Pie. Yep. Now, yep. in my opinion, each movie got better. The original was a very good classic, but funny-wise, American Pie 2, 
Now I'm not counting the uh, like three, three is not better than two direct to video deals, right? Like so, the marching uh, the mile or anyway whatever. Yeah, I'm not talking about the National band Lampoon band. version. Yeah, the band. I'm talking about American Pie two where they get the uh, lake house and um, that whole uh, all the hijinks that go on there. And then American Pie three that was the wedding, wasn't it? Yeah. That was pretty solid. Stifler keeps getting better and better and more outrageous as the movies go on. He hooked up with a grandma. No, I would two two and one are pretty equal. I wouldn't I wouldn't put three up there with those. Casey? I don't know. I think one was the best and two was just kind of a two and three were more of a just heck we squeeze more yeah. juice out of this. The problem, the problem with sequels to me is like, <clears throat> in most sequels, you have to do everything that you did in the first one. You have to, you have to hit on that. Like, well, the guy like screwed an apple pie, so this time he's got to, this time he's got to like get his hand stuck with super glue. Yeah, there, there's right. got to be something for yeah. every for every scene. Got to get a trumpet stuck up his ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's got to be something that's like equal or opposite to whatever happened. You know, right? Some kind of craziness. And that's like, my biggest deal with the. You got to you got to outdo what you did before, or like you said, come up with the exact same thing that you did, yeah. But, but some different innuendo that goes along with what happened in right. that sequel. Like this, yeah. this thing got a certain laugh last time, so we have to put this back in or something close to it. Have y'all never heard the phrase mm. "you go with what works"? Well, <laughs> I know, but that's not well. Better, yeah, though. that too. But the one thing about the one thing I hate about sequels, and this is this is just my kind of experience with life here is that normally if you watch a sequel and it's fun, it was a funny movie to start with, like take Dumb and Dumber, for example. Um, you had Dumber and Dumber was a, was the uh, sequel to that. Dumb and Dumber. The five, yeah, the, the, the five or six things they showed in the trailer that were out loud and oh, yeah. funny were the only five or six things yeah. that were funny in the movie. The best part of that movie is when he write his dad's a janitor of the high school and he writes him a note in mustard <laughs> or no, he writes him a note in ketchup. Right. And then he finishes yeah. the message, but then he puts P.S. still in ketchup, and halfway through it, the P.S. says, you're out of ketchup, and halfway through it, it turns to mustard, <laughs> which if you don't do the P.S., there's no need to do that. Yeah. Now, are y'all talking funny. about the, you're not talking about the remake mm. with Jim Carrey. No no no, 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 no. Now, see, I thought the final, the remake with the actual Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey was pretty awesome, because you had a what's-her-name in it that was, uh, was it Harry's mom? Was oh, it, yeah. what was her name? She was uh, Kathleen Turner. Remember Kathleen Turner? She was in the she was in that uh, final sequel, and she was from what was she in? She was in a couple eighty sitcoms anyway. Seen all those movies with Michael Douglas? Yeah, Michael. Uh, like the uh, Romancing the Stone yeah. and uh, Jewel the Nile, War, War yeah. of the Roses. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that I don't know. I thought that was funny. Afraid, no, me. she was. Was yeah. she afraid of Felcher? Probably. She was afraid of Felcher. Yeah. You know, afraid of Felcher. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, cool. just a little. <laughs> I've heard you talk about her. <laughs> <laughs> she broke up with me. She said I never listened to her. Or something I don't know. I wasn't yeah. really paying right. attention. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I thought I thought that one was actually uh, Dumb and Dumber is I would say the gold standard for comedy movies. It is a good movie. So Brent Ghostbusters, which one's better, yeah. one or two? Oh man, I don't know. Oh, I'm a, one dude. Hands probably down. one. Easy. Probably one. Yeah. Just for the uh, just for the simple fact of the originality, because uh, I, I haven't seen the one with the chicks, the Ghostbusters. No, that doesn't count. That's not a remake. No. Well, yeah, it's a re. It's exactly a remake. 
Well, I mean, they call it the exact same thing, but they just yeah, it's 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 totally different. This is a feminist show right here now. (laughs) Uh, No, uh, yeah, Ghostbusters. I don't know. I liked them both. I think yeah, Yeah, they're both good. Now the second one was that with uh, let's see, the second one was that with the goo. And everything, yeah, like in the, the sewers, like in the museum, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. The first one was better. It's got like that accountant from like Chicago Hope on on uh, it. Or well, it's got Rick Moranis. <laughs> he kind of he was half the funny of that yeah. show. Him and Bill Murray, of course. Yeah, but, um, number two is when they're when they're controlling the Statue of Liberty with a Nintendo oh, yeah, controller. Yeah. Okay, yeah, number oh, yeah, one was better. They they put the goo on the Statue of Liberty and she comes alive and yep. they, yeah, somehow can't control that one, but they can't control the. That evil one. No. So, yeah. yeah, but you can't you can't beat the can't beat the marshmallow man in the first one, dude. He kind of tripped me but, out when he got all mad. Well, the uh, second one does have Bobby Brown in the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it burned a little. I imagine <laughs> you get shot with a plasma cannon. See how you feel That's when you're marsh- made of marshmallows. It's a marshmallow's worst fear. I know. You, you fire. Get, you get stuck in a fire. Or you get stuck in hot chocolate. I Bet- mean. Between him and the poor straw man, you know, yeah. the scarecrow. All right, Casey, the Rambos, you you got those. Mm, Rambos, too legit to quit right there. Um, now, before Casey goes problem. any further, y'all do need to know that the book was better than the movie because apparently there was a book. The book was great. Yeah, it's based off a book called First Blood. And the idea behind the first Rambo was, was based off of that book. And, and the idea was that they have a a Vietnam vet that comes back home and he's, he's trying to blend back into society and he gets hassled a little bit by a, a small town cop. I.e., the same thing that happens in, in uh Rambo first blood, but in the book, he dies in that first one. So there's no, there's no sequel to, to Rambo. Right. I think there's, I think there's about what, Rambo two, five, the funeral. Five Rambos. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five Rambos all together if you really put them all together. So yeah, right. Oh, the, the problem I had with Rambo one, in my opinion, was a great movie. I mean, it had a good had a good point, had a lot of things going for it. Rambo two was just then turned into your typical like you know action movie type of deal. You know what I mean? It was. Oh look, Rambo! We found Rambo back in here. He's breaking rocks, and now we're going to send him over to the to, to back to Vietnam, and he's going to go see if there's some POWs over there. And somehow, twenty. This was like so. When when Rambo two come out? Nineteen eighty six or eighty five. Like I think. And like he's in prison. He's yeah. like, well, you got like twenty more years. Right. Do you want to go on this mission and get out, or do you want to stay here? And he's like, well, at least in here, I know where I stand. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, uh, exactly what? right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So after that was all done, then he goes goes and does all that stuff, and then the problem with Rambo too was it it took if they would just stay with the storyline, they was going to go back and see if there was some POW still left in these things. But it was it kind of got out of control, right? So you know, then you had like your your typical love interest and all this stuff, and she gets mowed down by a by a Vietnamese guy, and he takes out the. The bow and arrow with the explosive chips and you know, 350 it, yards away, he's blowing up bridges. And stuff. It's like literally less than a minute of her saying, I love you, and she is dead. <laughs> yeah, she is smoked right away. It's yeah, dirty hairy. It's like yeah. dirty hairy. You do not want to be his partner, and you do not want to say that you love them because you, you're you about, yep. you're about then, to be done. Uh, and then it immediately turns into the revenge thing, and so he decides to kill mm-hmm. the entire Russian army. 
in all the Viennese army. Yeah, <laughs> he is a communist, you know, one man yeah. communist killing crew. All, all while wearing her yeah. necklace. Yeah, but yeah, one interesting That's good luck, <laughs> One interesting fact about the first Rambo is for a small town that was a pretty good police department because one of the young yeah. deputies that really just gets his his ass kicked in the woods went on to like head up a whole police division in Miami later on. Exactly right. He did. That's right. In, uh, well, like Miami, Miami vice or what? David Caruso. I don't know. Uh, David CSI Caruso Miami. Oh, uh, uh, CSI David... Miami. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but his voice was different in, in Rambo than it was in the, in the, the, uh, the CSI Miami. It was less, uh, less deep and, and, uh, silent at the same time. Yeah. I think, I think that yeah. butcher knife, Right to the hamstring, kind of, kind of lowered his voice there. <laughs> did he do? Yeah. Did he do the get? Did he do the really cheesy, lame lockouts? Dark coffee. He's all black tonight. No. Yeah. yeah. Dave, David Caruso is like the only deputy that's like halfway nice to Rambo while he's in jail, and he gets a knife to yeah. the back of the leg. <laughs> oh man. It's a great, it's a See, great I'm scene. A, I'm not a Rambo connoisseur. Yeah. Okay, so Rambo. Yeah. Uh, so uh, was the original still the best? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! For easily. Sure. I don't know, man. I watched another day. I watched them on a plane ride. I watched Rambo one, two, and three on a plane between my travels. Three is when he goes back to Afghanistan and he fights the uh, Mujahideen. Well, he helps the Mujahideen, right? Yeah. Which that's, we're that's where know, they're we're, we're in a war with them right now. So that's um, where they're playing that but, game where they ride around on horses and drag around the dead cow. Yeah, that's a sheep. Oh, they a sheep. The, there the, you go. Get, yeah, and you live yeah, in an agricultural community. Around. Kind of hard to do a stiff arm from a horse. <laughs> so I was—I yeah. didn't know if y'all were talking about the movie Twelve Strong, where they go into Afghanistan on the horses. Mm. Yeah, Rambo Three yeah. is pretty solid. But, okay, so Rambo. You, it, it's Rambo Four, though. Have you seen that one? Have you seen that one? Yeah, that was down about five years ago. The graphics on that are awesome, the, dude. They're laying people down like just straight up carnage. He gets just, like blood splatters and the whole nine yards. There's like a there's like a truck of these like whatever country they're from coming down and he gets on this fifty cal machine gun and he oh, just yeah. like unloads on them. It's awesome. They're in Burma, dude. He's like, da, 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 yeah. Da, da. Is he in a Tesla? The thing about that one, <laughs> no, he's on a Tesla. No, he's on a Tesla. He's in a. The uh, windows suck. So, uh, but that that one, I think, in my opinion, Rambo one and Rambo four. I haven't seen the, the last version of it yet. I haven't either. Are the best ones. Yeah, Rambo 4 is definitely the second best. That's a good one. Um, so you know the movie that parodied Rambo, the Hot Shots movies? Like, oh, is that who they were parodying? I thought yeah. they were parodying Top Gun. Oh, the, well, the second one. Okay, the first Part one. Part two. Yeah, the first one is is uh, Top Gun, but the second one is based on Rambo, oh, okay. like him going back. And uh, there's a line, and it's Richard Crenna. It's like the the guy from Rambo, like his his old commanding officer. And they're, they capture him, and they're like just torturing the hell out of him, and the guy comes up and he's like, I can see you're no stranger to pain. <laughs> and he goes, well, I've been married <laughs> twice. <laughs> and the guy was torturing him, just started shaking his head. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I did love, I do love a good parody movie. What was that one? Uh, was it UF, UHF? Was that the one that Weird Al Yankovic did? That was just like one giant parody show? Oh, I don't UHF know. UHF or whatever the movie was. I but it, they had to do the same thing. It was based on Rambo, and he was he was had the M60 machine gun and the headband <laughs> on, and 
He's like bowing people down and it's like keeping track in the corner how many people he shot. With that's on, that's on Hot Shots up. part two. That's like, it's like keeping it? a counter and then it says like most people killed in a movie. <laughs> and they're like <laughs> celebrating. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. you people, man. I love, uh, what was the, in, in the, in the parody movie airplanes, like El, oh, what, what was the battle? He was like El Taco Grande or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uh, he cried, like he crashed a plane or something and he was totally choked. It, it was, it was a wild stuff. Okay. So now, uh, one of the most famous and most overused movie franchises up to date because they're not done yet oh, is Star got to Wars. be Star Trek. Star Trek for sure. No, no <laughs> Just way. Kidding. I know you. No love way. It. <laughs> Fast and Furious. Yeah. How many Fast and Furious movies are there now? They literally killed a guy because they made so many movies. Paul Walker probably drove that car into the wall himself. You're the only person I know that likes those movies. No, you, no, I'm not. Or has seen those movies. I'm not even sure oh, if you like them. Oh, crap. You've seen every one of them and you know I it. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, right. Which one? Which one's the best, Brent? Which Fast and the Furious? Oh, I don't know. So the one, one of my, it's not my favorite, but it's my, one of the most ridiculous and in, um, and one of the most, oh, how do you say it? This The scene, like the whole, it's not really a scene, it's a sequence. And um, it's the sequence where they're tr- this plane is trying to take off. And the sequence takes like, uh, I don't know, it takes like, it's literally 20 minutes long. So what I'm thinking is, is this runway has got to be like 15 miles long because the plane doesn't ever take off. And they're, of course, they're chasing it with their little Rass Runner cars and the tanks or whatever. And they're climbing up on the wing like Superman or Spider-Man. And I don't even know if how many people get killed on takeoff. But... It's got to be in the dozens because people get, I don't know if people ever get eaten up by an engine, but they get shot. Vin Diesel chokes like 15 guys and like three girls <laughs> or whatever. And I don't know. I think it's like Fast and Furious, like maybe the fourth or fifth one. I don't know if it's that far into it, but you've got The Rock. You've got Jason Statham in it. You've got, you've got uh, Vin Diesel, of course. I don't know. I think Paul Walker's gone by this point. And like the whole scene is just ridiculous because at some point this thing's got to be running out of runway. And I don't think the plane, like, they blow out the tires on the remaining gear and everything. It's a, it's a whole scene, man. It's a whole scene. That happens on at the end of Die Hard 2. He's, like, hanging out on the... He gets into, like, two fights while, it, while this plane is taking off. He, like, fights one guy and, like, throws him through the engine. And then another guy comes out and he gets he gets his ass kicked on that one. But as he, as he falls off the wing, he pulls the, oh, the diesel yeah. handle. And then he... Yeah. And then the plane, well, you know, it's not diesel <laughs> or fuel. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. D- it's, there's a difference. Yeah. And it's 60 cents more a gallon. So yeah, it's probably the red handle, but <laughs> yeah, and then, the he, red just, handle, and then right. he just lights a match and like it, the, the, the flame just follows the, yeah. you know, the jet up, you know, however, however far away it is. And it, and it blows, blows the up. Russian commander up there. That blows up yeah. the fake Fidel Castro well, and, or whatever. Yeah, the, yeah. And this is after, this is after he just ejects out of the plane on the rocket seat he's got. I mean, how sore is this guy's ass? Yeah, that too. Yeah. I mean, at some point, you've just got to say, the guy going to let the bad guys win because, I mean, you can only take so many beatings. And like in Live Free or Die Hard, you know, he's fighting off the uh, Timothy Oliphant. He's got the he's the computer whiz or whatever, and he takes control of all the cities or whatever. And then he's like, at the very end, he's like, hospital. 
And like that's it. It's like he's got like a scratch on his head and a yeah. boo-boo on his elbow. Doesn't he like shoot himself on that one to kill the guy? Yeah, he shoots himself through the shoulder to kill Tel- <laughs> Timothy Olyphant and uh Yeah. That's kinda like uh what's that show uh Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, Last Action Hero. Oh, Remember Last that? Action Hero, uh huh. <clears throat> so where they in order to save Arnold Schwarzenegger's life when they come back out of the movie, he puts him back in the movie and they make fun of him because it's only his flesh wound, but he got his like whole chest cavity blown out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then they turn him into a robot, the Terminator series. So <clears throat> yeah. he loses there too. So yeah. You know, and just a quick few hits here. You've got the Matrix. Do you are y'all Matrix guys or no? I've seen the first one. Man, I'm just not, dude. I mean, we live in a matrix, so whatever. Yeah, so, I mean, so. Mason has a ringworm on the had a ringworm on the back of his head that looked like he'd been plugged into the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, it is a perfect circle. Here's but, one for yeah. you, Brent. Which which Harry Potter is the best? I have only I've seen I've seen have I seen the first one all the way through, but that's it. I've seen, yeah. I'm not a Harry Potter guy. I'm a Star Wars guy. So, have, have you ever watched Robot Chicken? How about Harry Twatter? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. You have, pedo. Have you ever seen the? Have you ever seen the Robot Chicken where they make fun of Harry Potter? I've never seen Robot Chicken. So huh? it's kind of like a show where they like have like puppets and stuff, and they make fun of or like little action figures. So anyway, they do a Harry Potter one, and like he puts the Sorting Hat on, and it tells you like where you're supposed to oh, go. But uh-huh, when they yeah, put it yeah. on his head, the hat goes. Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that kid's a virgin. Yeah. And then later on, he gets attacked by the evil Pubertus. He's like growing hair on his hands. It's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's on Adult <clears throat> Swim, obviously. Yes. Cartoon yes. Network. Good yeah. Stuff. So, no, now, I, since it's my show, uh, Star Wars, I mean, the first ones were great, but I, I don't know. These remake, like, obviously, the ones made in the 2000s were just beyond horrible. With the mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the Jar Jar Binks and all that stuff. Now people always talk about how they hated the Ewoks. I never really minded the Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. Y'all, well, the you know Ewoks the bear guys. On that, I like them. Yeah, the Ewoks were on like that miniseries they used to have in the the late eighties. They were like on some on movie, cartoon, wasn't it? There's like some movie with <clears throat> Wilford Brimley where he's like taking some little girl around, and the and Ewoks eat, were on that. And eat oatmeal or what? No, they weren't eating oatmeal. Not yet. Get life insurance. You know, I'll be honest with you. Even growing up, I the the whole idea of, of this of Star Wars just I hated it. Uh, see, I never even saw you know? Star Wars until I was an adult. Like, like all so, I might have seen as the first a kid one. growing up. I think as a kid growing up, what really turned me off about Star Wars was that Luke Skywalker is supposed to be this like superhero type fella, and he was just a bitch. Yeah, he all really the way is. The whole thing that kisses had a, had a had. He's a pacifist. He kissed his sister. He let he let a, like a, a but he didn't know green gremlin looking fellow kick his ass off. I mean, just oh man, <laughs> yeah, forget about it. And what about not only was he a green gremlin looking fellow, he was a hundred thousand years old. You know, yeah. that's what's yeah, really dude, bad. Man. Okay, one of the best movies yeah, of all yeah. time, Jaws. Sequel on that one's pretty good. I mean, it's not it's not near as good as the first, but it's the sequel's it's not pretty near good as good one. as Jaws three when uh, <laughs> when uh, <laughs> those are the worst graphics ever. Is that uh, is that Dennis, that was, Dennis I Quaid when that first came out? Dennis Quaid and uh, what's his name? Louis Gossett Jr. Louis Gossett Jr. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was the uh, that was three D. And I remember watching uh, that in the theater with three D glasses on. I was like nine years old when it came out, ten years old or whatever it was. 
They they blow him but, up at the end, and there is literally like cartoon cookie cutter bones <laughs> on the screen. I'm not I am not joking. So you ever go back it. and watch those movies now? Like after we've been exposed to all the oh, CGI yeah. and oh, everything yeah. else. Or, or how, how you're like back in the day? You're like this was. I told my kids one time, "Watch this. The, you're gonna be blown away by these <laughs> graphics." And I watched them like how yeah, terribly awful they, they are. Yeah. <laughs> awesomely awful day. I mean, it's like Sharknado, except Sharknado's on purpose. Right. Yeah. 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 If yeah it's they're trying. Point. They're trying for that one. Yeah. You know? When you put Tara Reed in anything post-American Pie, Ooh, you know man. it's on purpose. It's going to be bad. So, yeah. Yeah. She, uh, man, the uh, the uh, plastic surgery on that poor chick, they did a whole deal on some magazine one time. And, I mean, she was mm. like all just, She was like Legos that weren't put together the right way. She was all kinds of <laughs> jacked up, man. But uh, so yeah. some quick hitters before we get out of here. Uh, so they're making a Top Gun sequel. Uh, that's almost right. that's almost heresy in yeah. my. I mean, it's going to have Tom Cruise. Obviously, it won't have Goose unless it's a prequel, which I don't think it is. I don't know if I can pull that off. So I don't know that that is going to be a long road to hoe to make that thing anywhere close to the classic Top Gun. They're also making a Bill and Ted sequel. Really? With or the, well, I guess part three. I'm sorry, they already had a sequel. Yeah. Is it going to have Keanu Reeves and uh, mm-hmm. the the blonde dude? Alex Winter. Yes. Alex Winter. Pretty, uh, no, that's not. That's Wayne's World. So they need to make a new Wayne's World to get Mike Myers back on the map. There you go. And Dana Carvey. Dana, Car- where Dana Carvey go? Okay, the Terminator series, best, best ever. It's amazing. The whole, all of them. I mean, you go Terminator One. Obviously, is just freaking amazing. You know, you got Arnold Schwarzenegger in his prime. It's outstanding. You roll it in about 10 years later, I think, roughly, give or yeah. take. It was like mid-90s when that came out. Right? Tur- Judgment Day. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Linda Hamilton Good, was still kind of hot. The, the nice thing about the Terminators 1 and 2, for example, were it logically made sense how they how the storylines went, right? It made, mm-hmm. it made sense. And there wasn't anything crazy or embellished that kind of went along with that. Cause time travel, number one. I mean, not that that's perfectly sane right because we can time travel all day long right it makes perfect sense but the thing about terminator movies was is that it made logical sense until you got to like terminator the, th- the third one and that was the rise of the machines i that thought that John one was pretty good rise of the machine yeah that was a good one because they kind of but that was more of a prequel that was a prequel was. yeah yeah and a sequel then you got this the fourth one that came out and that was just a Portion. I don't know how to explain it. That was the now. Yeah. Which one? What was the subtitle of it? That it was Terminator. Was that? that wasn't Genesis. Uh, that was the one with Christian yeah, Bale, wasn't it? wasn't it? No, I don't think it was Christian Bale. Yeah, yeah it was Christian Bale. Yeah, he, but was he was confused, one but he was a Terminator, but he wasn't a Terminator. Didn't know where he was at. <laughs> he was a good guy sometimes, but had bad guy tendencies. See, so I never saw like, it. What? Stop it now. Just pick one. You're either one or the other. Yeah. And then the last one that came out was obviously like you had to bring the Terminator had to be a woman. Right, right of course. You can't have you can't have a, have a strong a male strong character male anymore. Masculine anymore. toxic. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Casey, Casey, yeah. you can't get out of here without talking about the breakdance movies. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's see let's talk about the movie nobody has seen except Casey. Breaking Bahullabaloo or so, something. Boogaboo. No, it's breaking. There's a movie called I can't believe you guys haven't seen this because I watched it when I was like I was like ten years we, old. Maybe. We didn't get bullied as Early children. Early eighties. I, I didn't either, but I was a break dancer. 
Yeah, you could get bullied. Yeah, you could you could serve people. I could, I could pop and lock. <laughs> I you could just, just got served. Here we go, breaking one. Yeah. All right, so I remember watching this when I was a kid, and it was it was a it was a I don't know what about about it. It was on. Cause I had like those. Uh, remember when you were a kid and you had cable TV, and then you had like those two week periods where HBO was free. I didn't have cable TV. Remember when you were a kid and anything other than line dancing was freaking awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So we get, we get these like showtime. It was a, it was a weird deal. So you had two weeks at a time and they'd have like showtime would get, you get two weeks worth of free showtime and you get two weeks worth of HBO and two weeks worth of Cinemax. So you have like this. I can't imagine Skinamax in the eighties. <laughs> the graphics amazing. must have been awful, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the acting Especially, was probably terrible. What is that? <laughs> so you had the thing about the thing about Skinamax that was great. It was like you had it wasn't hardcore, but it wasn't softcore. It was somewhere in the middle. You know what I mean? Core. And it oh, was, it was in the middle, all right. Yeah. It was the middle of something. That was that kind of the sure. point, Casey. Okay, so you had some free HBO, and you saw this breakdancing movie. So this breaking movie comes on. It's like I just googled it here. The first breaking one came out in like 1984, and it was your typical. Have you seen Have you Have you seen those movies called uh, Step Up or something like that? Oh yeah, Bring It On. Bring It On, like those kind of movies. Oh, that's a true. I haven't one. seen My them. No, we haven't one. seen those. Again, we anyway, didn't, we didn't get bullied with seven. Nebraska must get pretty boring. <laughs> I knew it got cold. Well, I, I knew it I got cold up there in the wintertime, but son of a, a bitch. Uh, I lived in Nebraska when I was a kid. Okay. Anyway. Well, Kansas. It's a great state on the planet. Did he say gay? They had, um, no, greatest. Greatest. I didn't hear that. <laughs> it's in the Muhammad Ali of states. And they had, uh, it's shakes so anyway, all the you time? watch this thing. <laughs> did y'all see okay before y'all go did i did i send that a uh, gif out of, no i didn't michael j fox it's got a black oh, and white God. picture of him and it's always you know got people that sign it and it's just got scribble marks all uh, over it awful. <laughs> it's awful but it got him out it's funny <laughs> so what michael j fox about to be michael j <laughs> what what's the premise of this of this breakdance movie <laughs> So the breakdance movie is basically this. So they have this uh, typical fuck deal where they got this uh, rich girl, they got, rich white they got girl, this, like community center, community center down in 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 the in the hood, you know, and get the kids there and they keep them out of trouble, whatever. It's like your local uh, boys and girls club type of thing, you know. <laughs> and there's a maverick involved. The, uh, the rich, the rich, the rich white girl comes down there to volunteer, and she's a classically trained dancer, what have you. And she sees, I don't remember what the two guys' name. I remember one guy's name was Otto. I remember that. But I don't remember what the other guy's name was, like his sidekick type of deal was. But anyhow, they come in, and there's like a rival gang across the way, but they don't fight them. They, they like have dance wars or whatever. This sounds like, this sounds like West Side Story yeah. is what yeah. this sounds like. Basically, if you really want to get a good feel for breakers, or breaking, I'm sorry, breaking, Go watch the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, South Park episode when they talk about getting served. That's, <laughs> that would be. You just got that's, said. That's be, you just got effed in the A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to break it down. Any anytime you now, serve somebody with achy breaky heart, you know you're legit. <laughs> yeah. The uh, now the premise of this movie was the same the same thing. They had a break in two called Electric Boogaloo, right? <laughs> and. 
Is that, is that where they but it was? It was. Is that the movie that introduced the electric slide? <laughs> that way, yeah, so electric slide was way before that. Slide yet? <laughs> but but electric boogaloo was, of course, the rich white girl at this time had completely assimilated with the with the with the break dancers, right? Yeah, and she carries around a little four by eight sheet of plywood or cardboard box or whatever she's doing, and she's ready to she's ready to break it down anytime that they get ready with it, and the funny part about this movie here was if you've seen the movie Daddy's Home, there's a there's a scene in there where Will Ferrell Will Ferrell's talking about, hey, don't we don't need to fight anybody. We can have a we can have a dance off here. We can we can do some fight dancing. And fight dancing. Hannibal Burroughs goes on this whole thing that, that Electric Boogaloo is, is the one movie where uh, the sequel was better than the original one. So I I haven't I haven't watched them for a while, but that's, a, that's kind of the whole, wow. the whole that's a low bar. Now that reminds. Well, there was one movie. Uh, it's a black. It's a white girl and a black guy. It's I want to say Claire Danes, but it's not. Maybe it's somebody else. But anyway, they try. They get, well, it's either her or it's somebody else. It's um, <laughs> you, you just suck it. It's like something awful. Uh, so uh, I just looked it up. The electric slide was from 1976. Yeah, see, you suck. You think you know everything. Well, <laughs> we're going to get out of here because it's just going to go on and on and on. And it's, either, it's either Claire Danes or it's somebody else. It's, is that what I... You can... Yeah, okay. So uh, she was also that. in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Wow. Um, but we're going to get out of here on uh, the sequel talk edition of the Dryline Farmer podcast. We don't really give a crap whether you listen to Casey Seymour's Moving Iron podcast at this point, but um, go ahead and listen to the Wednesday show because I'm on it and everything. So, uh, But until the next time, Casey, thanks for uh, stopping by and giving us your two cents on half the movies I hadn't even seen. Appreciate it, fellas. Thanks for having me. All right. And then uh, Landon... I don't know. I guess that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, until next time, y'all stay safe out there, and I'm going to say my tagline. I don't really even know really Happy what Thanksgiving, it means. Happy Thanksgiving, I What guess. it means. Yeah. Uh, Casey, turkey, or do you have red meat? Uh, turkey. Yeah. yeah. I like ham. Ham. I like uh, turkey maybe once or twice a year, and that's about it. But uh, everybody have a great Thanksgiving. Casey, don't get covered up in snow. We're going to get covered up in wind tomorrow, and that's going to be great and wonderful. So it'll be a red flag warning, I'm sure. But until next time, well, everybody, we'll ask you, what side of the line are you on? See how the I north did, side. I see how I did that. I did it differently. <laughs> I, I made my voice different. I'm going to like fade it out and be like all kinds of people. The Dryline Farmer Podcast brought to you by Fast and Furious 47. When you get it right the 47th time. The Dryline Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved 2019 and a member of the Global Ag Network. Find us here Moving on